Bwana sifiwe. I want to bring someone number 12 uh, in a continued series that uh, whose subject has been confidence in God to withstand storms and this has been developed a lot of sermons developed from the passage in the book of Acts chapter number 27 and uh, I, I, it has missed me the, the kind of sermons I've developed out of this text. When I first read this text, I didn't know it was going to bring out a lot of sermons. But as I continued looking at it, there are so many things that came out of the experience that Apostle Paul goes through. Uh, when, when Paul is faced uh, with, a, with, a, with a great storm, Described in the book of Acts 27 and verse number 14. Uh, and, uh, and if you read even from the previous verse, uh, that it says, And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence they sailed close by Crete. But not long after there, a loss against it a temperance. A tempestuous weed called Eurecredon. You notice that? What was the name of the storm? Eurecredon. And uh, I know that since late last year, the world has been going through another kind of storm. How many know what kind of storm we have been dealing with? Corona. That's really a storm. But the God who was able to save, priests, make sure you don't mess up with the sound, priest. The God who was able to save Paul and the team from Eulachredon is the God who will save his people from the coronavirus. Because he does not change. I've labored for the last most, I think it should be five months now to persuade you from the word of God that you have no reason to be afraid. And I, I even uh, on Wednesdays, those of you who have followed my Wednesday series, uh, I spoke a lot about the shield of faith. In Ephesians 6, verse 16, says above all, taking the shield of faith. And I've continued for a long time, and right now I'm covering the, uh, the importance of you ensuring you surround yourself with godly friends who can be able to add value to your faith. So that there are people who are telling you God is with us. That uh, you are not going to associate yourself with people who are going to instill doubt on you. And I want to encourage you, we are still going through the series, I think we are, should be in someone 15, 16, or whatever we are on the Wednesday series. And please, uh, from this coming Tuesday, we will, if you can, we will be actually streaming live as, I, as we record. And you can still see it the next day. 
Uh, because it can only add value and we have the capacity to do that. But if you are home and you want to watch the Wednesday uh, prayer service as we stream it live on Tuesday, you can still do that. Now, going back to the text here. I said that the storm, Eulachredon, and what it was doing is comparative with a storm that has hit the world in a very big way. And if you notice some of the issues that Apostle Paul raises, and he himself was, had warned the people to consider not moving, but after they had moved, Apostle Paul, uh, you know, gets to a place where he has a visitation of an angel from the Lord who spoke to him. And that has been a subject that has informed our conversation from verse number 22 when he tells them, and now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you by the ship. Praise God. It's, that's, that's good music to the ear. When Paul is telling them to take heart, cheer up, hallelujah. There will be no loss of life except for the ship. And I want to submit to you, church, today that there will be no loss of life except some material things, some business, some money that you may lose because you have a pay cut. But as if it were, that will you will lose, but your life will be preserved because God will do it. Because the same God who preserved Paul is the same God that we serve. But I also like the fact that Apostle Paul was very, very deliberate in trying to establish his credentials when he told them that there will be no loss. Because he told them there stood with me this night the angel of God. Hallelujah. But he said, that's not just the angel of God, but he said, the God to whom I belong and whom I serve. Hallelujah. You know, that was trying to establish. You know, sometimes when you say things, it's good to declare what credentials you have. So his credential was that God, the God, hallelujah. Which God? Come on, say it. You're reading it from your Bible. What does it say? God to whom I belong. That's the first thing. God to whom I belong and I serve. Yeah. Do you belong to him? Hallelujah. Do you know you are not your own? You don't belong to yourself? Have you ever seen a young a young boy walking with his father in the estate and how he feels big. Why? Because the father is there. And that time there's no boy who can bully him. Why? The father is with him. I want to submit to you today. God is with you. 
and corona will not bully you. No demonic spirit will bully you. Because the Father is with you. Hallelujah. Because you belong to him and you do what? Serve him. Yeah. That's what your faith should be. That I belong to God. And I serve God. Amen. Can you move on to the next verse? Sin, do not be afraid. Hallelujah. What is the message? Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. Hallelujah. Even with Eulocredon, you must be brought before who? Caesar. And this was a whole sermon, some of you heard it, that there is a destiny that God has for us. And we are going to, uh, to go to the destiny. We will arrive at the destiny God has for us. There is nothing that will cut your life short not to achieve everything that God has predetermined for you. You must start before Caesar. You must be brought before Caesar. Therefore, this storm will not change that purpose. But one thing that is so special with that promise is the next thing, which was again an old sermon. Indeed, God has granted you how many? How many? All who sail with you. Hallelujah. God has done what? Granted you. Who has done it? God. It's like God telling me, my servant, Pastor Njuguna, I have granted you, everybody, we're sailing with you. They will be safe. Hallelujah. Take it this way. Are you sailing with me? Can you say I'm sailing in the boat of deliverance church Langata? Hallelujah. You can enjoy this promise as your promise. Because God has granted to me all. But I want to ask you this. Suppose there was one of the people in the boat with Paul who refused to accept that message and decided to jump out to save themselves. Would they have been saved? No. So I want to tell you today, don't jump out of the ship. Hallelujah. Because the only security is when you are what? Inside the ship. Because God has only, God only promised Paul that those who are with him would be safe. Amen? Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The next verse. This now has been what I'm dealing with and this is the fourth sermon with this text. Can you read it out? What does it say? All of us. Therefore, take heart, man, for I believe God that it will be 
just as it was told me. This is someone four of that. I believe God. Can you say it for your neighbor to hear? I believe God. No spoken word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. If God speaks something, it will come to pass. Okay, as I conclude on the sermons developed from the book of Acts 27, I want to bring a firm biblical foundation of what is revealed about our God as a promise keeper. Now we need to understand that faith in God is a serious business. And we must continue to grow in faith. It was a late evangelist, uh, Reinhard Bonke, who said, there is no substitute to faith in God. I say there is no substitute to faith in God. No substitute. Without acknowledging God and allowing him to guide our lives, nothing will ever make sense. Hallelujah. Nothing will ever make sense. You either embrace God in your life by faith, Because contrary to this, you will have a chaotic life. Yeah. Yes. Without, contrary to a life of faith, is a chaotic life. Faith is the pathway to finding solutions in life challenges. Faith is the pathway. Hallelujah. Keep in mind that human beings were made to thrive, not to survive. Hallelujah. Do you hear what I say? What were you made to do? To thrive. You have the capacity to thrive. Amen? What capacity is in you? To thrive. Not to survive, but to thrive. And learn the strategy of thriving. And the only strategy of thriving is living a life of faith. Yeah? It is a tragedy that we justify our doubts and fears by saying, I'm just being cautious. Okay? So you are being what? Why don't you confess it is fear? Because unless you confess it is fear, you will not congal it. Manasifiwe. Ukitangaza, you know, what gives you the victory is the confession. Until you confess, even if you are struggling, you know, I forget a testimony that I think was one of the, it was the, during the, the, 
the, the, the, the conference that Billy Graham had in 1983 in Amsterdam and, and caught several people. But a certain preacher who was very renowned made a confession that liberated him. A confession that did what? Liberated him. Just because of confessing. Very interesting. And he did it before so many people. He confessed that. And this was a, this was a man. I think he, was, he could have been a, a grandfather. But he says that any time he sees a beautiful young girl, there are some chemistry that takes place within him that is not good. Immediately, it expired. Never felt it again. Why did it go? It was confessed. Even those who robbed God, if you confess, I've robbed God for all these years. But from this day, I'll never do it again. What will happen? Do you know why the Bible says that they overcame him by what? By the word of the Lord and the words of their testimony. Testimony is powerful. You know, these days, it's like we lost our art to testify. Those who got saved in the early 70s, after the revivals, testimony was a big deal. Ushuda nini? A very big deal. When, when was the last time you testified? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this, brethren. There's a pathway to all your solutions. I say there's a pathway to all your solutions. And that pathway is steeped in faith and the expectation of great things to come in, in time. No matter what the situation is, no matter how bad or dire you think it might seem, your faith can and will get you through. Come on. What does it say? Your faith can and will do what? Get you through. Don't stop pushing or searching for an answer to help resolve whatever situation you might be facing in your life. If you really want something in life, and I mean if you really, really want it, deep down inside, if you want it real bad, you will come through. Never give up on your hopes and your dreams. Just because you face some initial setbacks. Learn on your lean on your faith as often as possible and you will soon come to realize why having unwavering faith is so important in life. For with God, nothing. There's nothing impossible. The, the Amplified Bible says in the book of Luke 137, for with God nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Every promise God has given, he will fulfill. Hallelujah. God himself starts over and watches over his word to perform it. 
making sure it is fulfilled. Jeremiah 1.12 in the Amplified Bible, Then said the Lord to me, You have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. That's Jeremiah 1.12. Several other translations in, uh, in that, the, King, the old King James Version says, For I will hasten my word to perform it. The new King James Version says, For I am ready to perform my word. The new international version says, for I'm watching to see that my word is fulfilled. And the ERV version says, I'm watching to make sure that my message to you will, be, will come true. How about that? God's word accomplishes that which he pleases and purposes, and it prospers in the things that God has sent it to do. That is the book of Isaiah 55. You can uh, look at Isaiah 55. It says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, hallelujah, as the rains come down and the snow from heaven and do not return the, there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bird, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. Are you hearing this church? God says, so is the word that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void. It shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it to fulfill. Hallelujah. The word of God will stand. I say the word of God will stand and endure forever. Isaiah 40 and verse number 8, remember I'm giving you a biblical foundation about God being the promise, a promise keeper. Isaiah 40 and verse 8, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God will stand forever. 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25, again from the Amplified Bible. 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25. For all fresh is like glass. And all its glory like the flower of, the, of glass. The glass withers and the flower drops off. But the word of the Lord, hallelujah, endures forever. And this word is good news which was preached to you. Another passage of scripture. Another passage. That which I read is 1 Peter 1, 24, 25. The next passage is Psalm 119 and verse 160. Psalm 119, verse 160. Again, in the Amplified Bible. The sum of your words is true. The total of the full meaning of your individual precepts. And every one of your righteous decrees endures forever. Hallelujah. This is the promise of God. I say this is the promise of God. 
God is a promise keeper. The Bible says God, God does not count slackness like men do what? When a man gives you a promise, even with the best of intention, he can do what? He can fail. Not because he intended, but he is limited in capacity. But our God is not limited in what he can do. So every promise that God gives, he has all at his disposal to fulfill it. And you need to, all you need to do, the price for you to pay is faith. Belief. And that is why Paul said to the people, because now he was speaking to them. Remember, God, the, the angel spoke to Paul and Paul spoke to the people. And that is why the statement he made to them was a statement to encourage them and tell them, I believe God. It will be as God has said. I believe God. It shall be as God has promised. I wish I can get you to understand the power of faith and how it can change everything about your life. Because it changed everything about my life. Manasseh Fewe. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who, one time, when we were going through a very stormy situation, and uh, he, he's a gentleman, friend of mine of many years, he came and said, in a place we were, he said, listen. And he said, well, the only thing you need to understand about Pastor Njuguna is if he tells you he walked through that wall, he believes he will. Manasifiwe. I know you don't believe that, but I think Pastor Miano believes that. Because <laughs> sometimes I declare things that even for me, let me tell you, I've, I've done this before. I remember being in the U.S. in Springfield, Missouri, and I declared something and when I declared it in a church, and I was preaching in an Assemblies of God church, when I was going away, I said, what did I tell people? But everything I told them, it happened. There's something about declaration in faith. Because when you declare the word of God, it's God's responsibility, not yours, to fulfill it. And the Bible says the zeal of the Lord will perform it. How long are you going to dwell between two opinions? If God be God, hallelujah, serve him. But if you think there is another God, go and serve that God and see there will be no fruit. Amen? So God's word will never pass away. For surely I say unto you, till heaven and earth passes, that's Matthew 5, 18. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 18. For I say to you what? Assuredly, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one little dot of the word by no means pass from the Lord to you or is fulfilled. 
So one, there's several things I want to bring to your attention. Just three, three issues very quickly within the balance of the time that I have and we begin lapping up this service. Number one, God is dependable and faithful to his word. God is dependable and faithful to his word. Hebrews 10, 23. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable and faithful to his word. I say, in the, this, is, this is also still amplified, which brings it home a little bit. It says, for he who promised is reliable. He is faithful. I like that. He is faithful to his word. Number two, the word of God is tested, tried, and proven. The word of God is tested, tried, and proven. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a shield to all those who trust and take refuge in him. He is a shield. I want to talk a little bit about that. And I know I don't have a lot of access of time here. But I want you to think about that text. What does it say to the word? Said, who is God? He is a shield and... Come on, it's right there. It's right before you. He's a shield to all those who trust and take refuge in him. He is a what? Shield. So now, when you have a shield, praise God. When God says, I'm your refuge, can you then be afraid? When the word of God tells you, your lives are ahead in Christ, in God. Do you have a reason to be afraid? No. I said it before here, that one of the spirits that drove the coronavirus was the spirit of fear and panic. And that's why I've labored all these months both in the Wednesday and Sunday service, trying to persuade believers around the world, please don't open yourself to fear. Hallelujah. Don't. <laughs> fear is so dangerous. Because when you open the door of fear, is an avenue the devil will use to penetrate your life and manipulate you. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. You are only safe when you continue to say, I am as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. You see, have you ever heard that the lion is not bothered by things? I think it's Pastor Mano was reminding me this week, uh, Major Kayanda says that even when he is, whenever he flies even close to a to, uh, to, you know, when he is in the helicopter and he gets close, going through the, uh, the you know, the, the game reserves, other animals do what? They run away. But a lion does what? Just watch it. Just watch it. You know, just relaxes. 
And the Bible says you and I should be what? As bold as a lion. Praise God. Why are you allowing fear to torment you? When you know God says, he is what? You are shield. I say he is your shield. You are protected. You are safe. Hallelujah. Yes, you are very safe. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So I've told you the importance. Now, uh, number, another scripture still to emphasize on number two, the word of God is tested, tried, and proven. In the book of Psalm 18:30, as for God, his way is perfect, and the word of the Lord is tested and tried. He is a shield to all those who take refuge and put a trust in him. It's almost like a repetition of the same. Uh, then uh, every word of God is tried and purified. He is a shield to those who trust him. All this is repeated. That is Psalm 35. Reminded. You are reminded again and again. I'm reminded again and again. God is what? Is a shield and a refuge to who? Come on, say, to who? So it's not to everybody. It is for those who do what? Who trust him. So the price you pay is the price of faith. Is the trusting aspect. That is your duty. We sing all the time. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. Just to lean upon his promise. Just to know thou says the Lord. But you know it's one thing to sing. And it's another thing to do what? believe yeah yeah singing is one thing and I am telling people and I've said it here and I can say it I'll continue saying it if there is a message corona taught me coronavirus is that somebody can preach about faith when they don't have it Not even preaching. You can even write a book on faith. But you don't possess it. Yeah. Yes. You can even sing songs about what? Faith that you don't have. May God help us. I say may the Lord help us. To have possessing faith. A faith that possesses God for who he is. A faith that embraces the promises of God. God keeps his word even when men don't keep theirs. God wants it true. Hallelujah. Psalm 18 verse 30 to 31 and verse 46. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a backer to all those that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is the rock save our God? The Lord lives and blessed be my rock and let the God of my salvation be exalted. Hallelujah. There's a call us to that. The Lord liveth and blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. 
Hallelujah. I will magnify the Lord for he is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Hallelujah. Sickness is an enemy. God will save you from sickness. God will save you from those who despise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God watches over you. You are the apple of God's eye. Hallelujah. What did the psalmist mean when he wrote that God's word is tried? Does that mean something to us? The word has been tried and tested and proven to be true. It is truly the word of God. God himself says, the word itself says so. And may people have, and many people have come to believe by faith. And God's word is what he says it is. Hallelujah. God's word does not need the approval of human beings. Did you hear what that says? God's word does not need the approval of anyone. And even if every human being alive were to decide that the Bible was just another storybook, the Bible would not be any less true. It would, be, it would not stop being God's word. Truth is always true, no matter what people think about it. Amen? All those that trust in God, God, do, you know, God you know, finds that he is a buckler for them. They do taste and see that the Lord is good. They do come to realize that the word of the Lord is tried and that it stands up for any test. The word of the Lord is faithful and that that cannot change. Human beings are not always faithful and not always good judges. But God's way is perfect and his word is tried and true. Why? Because God himself is faithful and true. He never changes. He and his word is the same. And they're the same. That's integrity. The integrity of God's word means that God cannot change. God's word is faithful. 2 Timothy 2.13 in the Amplified Bible. If we are faithless, God remains faithful. For he cannot deny himself. Let me bring number three and I'm done here. And worship team, you need to begin taking up to the stage. God's word will work for you if you believe it. Did you hear what I say? God's word will work for you if you believe it. What about if you don't? Come on, it's obvious. It will not work for you. Romans chapter 4 verse 18 to 21. For Abraham, human reason for for Abraham, hope being God, being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been promised, so shall your descendants be. He did not, he, he did not become weak. Hallelujah. Even when he considered the impotence of his body, which was good as dead, because he was about a hundred and a hundred years old, or he did not consider the barrenness of who? 
of Sarah's womb, nor unbelief, hallelujah, or distrust made him to waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in faith, hallelujah, being fully persuaded. I want you to hear me here. Being fully persuaded that that which God had promised. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me now? Being what? Fully persuaded. Can you tell yourself, I am fully persuaded. I am fully persuaded. Come and say that you believe it. I am fully persuaded. That that which God has said, he has what it takes to fulfill it. Hallelujah. Being fully persuaded that which God has promised, he is able to perform. Going back to the statement, but first of all, the last statement in the book of in the statement, therefore take heart, men, for I believe God, it will be just as it was told me. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. Ask what you will and it shall be done. Trust and obey. Believe him and say, I believe, I believe God. I've not sang that song in a long time. It just came. So I want you to learn it. It's not difficult. I believe God. I believe God. Ask what you will and it shall be done. Trust and obey. Believe him and say, I believe, I believe God. Come on, let's go. I believe God. I believe God. Ask what you will and it shall be done. Trust and obey. Believe him and say, I believe, I believe God. It's right there. One more time. I believe God. I believe God. Ask what you and it shall be done. Trust and obey. Believe in and say, I believe, I believe God. Come and make it your song. I believe God. I believe God. Ask what you Hallelujah. Yes. It is my faith in God that has given me everything that I have. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Now, kita kujua amani ni nini? Ongea nawa chungaji wangu. Ongea nawa wili. 
Bwana asifiwe. Mimi nasemanga nimesema mara mingi ukijana unaona hapa naitwa pasta Kioko. Wakati alikuja akasema Mungu amemuita hapa. Unajua nilipoa niliomwambia nini? Nasema kama if you can work for 5000 kuja akasema si maneno ya pesa. When I heard that from him nijua ni Mungu amemuita. Praise God. Bwana asifiwe. If you want to know what God has done, let him invite you to his house. His home, yeah. Yes. Siwalike wetu ngine hapa, pengine utajenga imani yao. Waone. Bwana asifiwe. I believe God. Let me tell you, what will separate you from doubters is faith. Doubt will bring poverty into your life. Doubt will make you miserable. Doubt will make you dangerous even to other people. Pastor Mano. Sio unaona vile Mungu amefanya. Praise God. Tembea, tembea uone mahali jamaa amekaa. Na ni kwake. Bwana asifiwe. Kwa sababu ya nini? Imani. Na unajua is like God has said to favor my all my pastors. Wote. Bwana asifiwe. Na mimi mimi najivunia baraka zao. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you are there you are saying pastor, I want this kind of faith. I want to trust the Jesus that has done what he has done in your life. Say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you. You are not a god of partiality. What you have done for others you can do for me save my soul give me a hope that no one can take away from me remove fear from my life help me to say with paul i believe god that you would do as you have told me today thank you for loving me And if you are sick in body I want you to touch whatever you are hurting. Father in Jesus name, your presence is in this place. I declare healing upon the people. Anybody who has any issue, I pray that they will experience healing. Not only those who are here but those who are in their homes. I liberate them from every affliction. Dismiss us with your favor and blessings. Bless our waters and our bread and help us to have a song. I believe God. I believe God. Let it be a song we reflect on that call us that saturates us until we possess everything that comes through faith. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. And now may the grace the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.